what's up everybody welcome back to the bro tech gaming podcast my name is carlos this is the homie sean how you guys doing welcome back to another episode um this will be episode number 11 uh episode number 11 now the topic today is me and carlos are going to talk about our favorite animes could be like current animes like carlos is mostly into the current stuff like i'm not as up to date on the current stuff but i mean we still want to talk about some of our favorites but before we get into that stuff we are another week in to the nfl playoffs um we're gonna go over like some of the picks that were good picks for us or not good picks for us since last week uh and we're gonna go over our predictions for uh the current playoff uh, games that are coming in tomorrow. Tomorrow will be uh, Sunday. What is it? Sunday, what, January? Uh, January 29th. 29th. So so my pick from last week, I, I, I picked the Bills over the Bengals. Uh, that was a flop. Didn't work in my favor. 49ers won, so I, I was good on that one. And then we figured like the we figured the Chiefs were going to win theirs. So that was almost a no-brainer. And then I what what was the other game? There's a fourth game. I forgot. Oh, the Eagles, yeah, yeah the Eagles played. So I didn't I didn't even watch that game, but I kind of figured the Eagles were gonna uh, were gonna stomp. I thought the Giants were gonna be like the underdog, but I guess it didn't. Uh, they didn't underdog enough. They just under undered. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't think the the Giants were gonna do anything. That's why I mean I already picked the Eagles to pretty much win it all. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So I, I think we were both uh, wrong on the Bengals game because mm-hmm. I, I remember saying that I wanted the Bengals to lose because they knocked out the Raiders last year. Yeah. And whenever that happens, whenever I want a team to like really, really lose, they're mm-hmm. going to win. Oh, so we just basically so, like we just pick whoever's opposite of who you pick and we'll be fine. Basically, that's oh. how my luck works. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, 12 p.m., we got the 49ers and the Eagles. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles on it over the 49ers just based on their quarterback, rookie quarterback. I don't think um, a rookie quarterback hasn't gone to the Super Bowl in like forever. Well, they're both and... rookie quarterbacks, though. Oh, well, backup, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, third I string. So. Like third it's string. string. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so they only put up, what, 19 points against the Cowboys? Yeah. And the Cowboys aren't even like a really good team, so uh the eagles like blew out the giants didn't they it was like pretty much man point. it was it was like a one-sided game almost the whole game yeah i feel like the eagles are gonna ride that right past the 49ers into the super bowl mm-hmm. um so that's my pick on that one for the next one we got the Bengals and chiefs at 3 30 p.m so he got hurt last week uh some some players landed on his ankle mm-hmm. he was pretty much hobbling this the whole second half when he came back yeah I feel like that's really going to hurt the team mm-hmm. uh, because when he came back, he wasn't doing good at all. Like he was all the passes that he was throwing that he was throwing were coming up short mm-hmm. in the dirt. So I'm going to have to say the Bengals on this one just because they have everybody healthy. They have a little bit of um, playoff experience. And with Mahomes injury, I feel like it's really going to hinder them this game. Yeah, I think my picks are going to be the same because like with a Mahomes injury, that kind of changes everything. On top of that, uh, Joe Burrows is basically like three and zero against Mahomes. <laughs> like so, I think I think that the I think the Bengals are kind of favored, so to speak, just because they're everyone's healthy, they're playing solid. I think the 49ers are sort of the underdog going into this one. Like I think there's a slight favorite on the Eagles, but yeah, I, I think the Eagles is is kind of like the better team, um, better offense. 
like the 49ers basically have to play perfect football uh to beat the eagles but otherwise i'm, I'm kind of thinking it's going to be like a Bengals eagles super bowl which is like i guess that's all right yeah mm-hmm. yeah Bengals, eagles and i'm still picking the eagles to win it yeah for sure for sure all right so okay. that's our picks let us know what you guys think another beer is this is called a brew yard ube ipa it's called the ubi ube one i don't know if you guys can see that ube one beer that's what i'm drinking right now let me crack this guy yeah sorry for my dog <laughs> it's all good and real quick before we get into the topic i want to address a movie that me and michelle watched last night we watched megan and if you guys remember from the last podcast carlos was like oh megan wasn't that bad actually no bro that was not a good movie. That was a waste of an hour forty five minutes, dude. It was like it was like the dumbest like Chucky knockoff movie I have ever seen. So the, what part like specifically didn't you guys like? Dude, okay, so the acting wasn't good. The doll was like the doll was creepy, yeah, but it it's like come on man. So you you've got this super advanced AI that learns on its own. You mean to tell me that, like, the government does not have, like, dibs or patents on this AI? It's just, like, some stupid, like, toy store <laughs> operated by, like, this, this like, they're just making, like, the next evolution of, like, a Furby, basically. And it's, like, yeah. you mean to say that the government doesn't have access to this AI, that we're just letting, like, this toy store handle this stuff? Like, the super advanced, like, uh, like engineer doesn't give a crap about her sister and brother-in-law dying like she didn't grieve like not one time i just i don't know man the the story wasn't good like the the old lady with her dog next door like the dog being like this like super like like mean like brutal dog in like two scenes and, and like the whole part where the doll like reaches underneath the fence and she's getting like <laughs> like tossed around by the dog it was, dude it was just it was just not a good movie it was not a good movie bro i don't it it just i lose faith in the tomatoes when i see like high reviews for a movie like that man it was, it was not good i'm sorry yeah also they actually had the dog uh the dog house in front of the house like in the front yard yeah like the and editing was, like, was really bad that? mm-hmm I've never seen anybody have a dog house in the front yard. This thing's interesting. Anyways, yeah. So that was my thumbs down review. Uh, like I don't, I don't want to give any tomatoes to that movie. It was a waste. It was a waste. So sorry. Yeah. So uh, I was talking to you earlier about that, but they actually downgraded it from rated R to PG thirteen, so they can get those teenagers in there. Yeah. And by doing that, they had to edit out a lot of the gore and the kills and stuff. Yeah, so I think it was the director that said that they are going to have an unrated version with a lot more kills. And I'm actually, I would actually watch that to see if it's better. I mean, like I'll watch like the YouTube clips just for the kills. I won't rewatch the movie again. <laughs> Cause like, okay. So what, there were only really like three deaths in the movie, you know, like he, she kills like the stupid English bully that just rolls down the hill and gets clobbered by a car. Didn't feel bad at all about that guy dying. She kills the stupid neighbor. Didn't feel bad at all about her killing the neighbor. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess, uh, you know, she has, like, hydrofluoric acid stored in her shed. Like, is that what she was getting blasted with in the, in the stupid shed? Like, her skin, like, melted off? Like, who carries that shit in their shed to, to like, like, weed killer? Like, is that, like, yeah, industrial-grade weed killer? 
anyways i don't know what the hell that was um and then it was the the dumb uh asian dude that just got like penetrated by uh i guess it was one of those like paper paper chopper things oh yeah that's right the, because, the spicer thing yeah because you know like anytime you like rip one of those things off it's basically just like a samurai sword because you know everybody knows that that's like that fucking happens so yeah, i feel like another movie did that and, and like she ripped it off in slow motion i mean uh, i remember I like it was like a resident evil movie i remember seeing that in like the punisher with thomas jane <laughs> like, yeah I, I don't remember seeing it that, i think but... that was more believable <laughs> so anyways moving on that's my take on megan uh we can get back on topic now so we will talk about uh our favorite animes and uh, Carlos, you're definitely like more of a con- uh, anime guy uh, than I am currently. So why don't you go ahead and get started? Uh, yeah, I'm into anime. I wouldn't say like I'm um, like like very hardcore like anime everywhere. Uh, I watch it because I enjoy it. But um, that's probably as far as I'll go. I'll get some like Funkos on it. I'll get some like figurines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so I really like Attack on Titan. It's one of the shows that's still going on right now. Uh, when I first watched it, the first episode where they have the the giants come out and the uh, spoilers, um, Aaron's mom gets killed by one of them. Yeah, maybe like, maybe was... uh, should we have like a spoiler uh, spoiler warning? Like we're we're gonna talk about spoilers so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, so spoilers. A lot of these shows are kind of old. Okay. Uh, besides another one that I have on my list, but Attack on Titan's been out for a while now. Mm. Um, I know they came out with the, I think it was like a Japanese movie, uh, like, oh, part one like part a live two. action. Yeah. That yeah, looked really bad. Horrible. That looked really horrible. cheesy. And I actually watched a YouTube on, I think it was a guy that was watching it and it was like breaking it down or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how it's so different from the story, which kind of goes back to like, it, it kind of parallel to the video game to movie adaptation. This was an anime to movie adaptation and they yeah. still got it wrong. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense, though, because like when you think of an anime, when you think of a cartoon in general, like they can do things in cartoons and anime that are sort of like outside of our like logic, you know, like, yeah, like the physics and stuff like you, you kind of can't pull off the same thing in live action as you can in anime. Uh, So they're they're meant to be like larger than life. They're meant to be like outside of like the normal in anime and you can't really like pull that off in real life because it doesn't make sense it's like it's like when you watch like those chinese kung fu movies and they do like those crazy acrobatics and like you know it's all like string work but like they do like these super high jumps and like like super long kicks and like super punches and people go flying like you look at that in a movie a live action movie and you're like oh well, that's really cheesy like that'll never happen in real life and it's kind of hard to emulate that. Whereas in animes, you can get away with that because it makes sense within like the world that they're building around it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You kind of just have to turn off your brain and kind of just get a bucket of popcorn and just kind of just, just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. You kind of accept it for what it is. And that's kind of how anime is too. I mean, it's just, it's its own subculture. So it's, it's basically Japanese cinema is the way I look at anime. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel more invested in the in the animes. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. so let me ask you something. So, do you enjoy watching it with the subtitles or without the subtitles? It depends, man. So, uh, I 
prefer subtitles because I feel like the the Japanese voice acting like nails the character the way that they intended it to be. And and I mean, you know, it it does depend because I've, I've watched a lot of animes like movies. I've seen a lot of anime movies and like there are some like English dubs from anime that sound really good. Like they, they nail the emotion. They, they nail like the, you know, like the yelling and the screaming and it kind of works, but I don't think it'll ever be as good as like the Japanese language because like their, their language is so badass in anime. It's so epic. It's hard to emulate that in English because, um, the English voice actors don't put like the same amount of sort of like passion into the lines that they deliver. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. I agree with that. I think for me, I actually like it. So I like the dub version, but I'll still have like the English subtitles on the bottom. Yeah. Um, because now, you know, because I'm old, I have to watch everything with subtitles. <laughs> we can't hear things. I don't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> Our hearing's bad. Yeah. And um, with Attack on Titan, when it comes out, when I watch the new episodes, it's in Japanese and I have to read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I feel like when I'm reading the subtitles, I'm kind of missing the action. Yeah, because I'm I'm so focused on reading, making sure I'm getting the plot, but at the same time I'm missing the action. Yeah, that's the hard part. I I totally get that too, especially with the way how like uh, like visually detailed like an anime is. Like you want to catch all the action because like the action in in anime is done so well. Like the way the way they animate like the movement and like all the different techniques they use. Like it's very like the artwork that they use is is so good in Japanese anime, and uh like kind of sucks when you have to catch up on you know like a whole paragraph of dialogue (laughs) yeah because they don't just put out a whole paragraph it's like one line at a time yeah they use a lot of filler too you got like all the filler scenes and the it feels like sometimes they talk for such a long time before there's any actual action and when there is action you're just like oh shit like i wasn't ready for that (laughs) yeah yeah so what i noticed and i think other people have talked about it is when there's episodes with filler Mm -hmm. that means something epic is about to happen because they're saving all that money towards the more uh like fighting scenes and stuff like that yeah yeah and uh it's kind of like uh especially now in like the industry because like there's so many animes out there like if you have a Crunchyroll subscription, like you'll never run out of shit to watch, but you can definitely tell the difference in quality between certain episodes if you're really, really paying close attention. Sometimes they'll use the less talented animators uh, for certain episodes or for certain parts of an episode when there's really not a lot of action or they're not really trying to carry the story very far. But then as soon as they like switch to like the the really like epic art style like you could tell the artwork gets so much better You're like oh this this episode's going to be a banger something's going to happen in this episode uh and i've noticed that a lot from some of my favorite animes that i'll talk about yeah so michelle got me into attack on titan and then she stopped watching it i I forgot how far she got into it so we finished the first season um because the first season had like a parts one and two i think it was like 24 25 episodes we finished that one and then i think we only watched honestly like two or three episodes into season two. And um, I'm not sure why. It's, it's just like anything else. There's there's so many shows that come out. And there's so many things that happen in between. It's hard for us to keep staying on track with that stuff. Um, so I, I, we do want to get back into Attack on Titan again. 
Um, but the first season, super epic. Obviously, we love the first season because we used to talk about it all the time. It just sucks because there, there's been so much that's come out. It's it's hard to avoid the spoilers. So some of the things that I think I know in my head, like I don't want to believe just yet, but I want to just watch it and get through it. Do you have any favorite characters in Attack on Titan? Mikasa. Mikasa yes. is my favorite character. Yeah. Um, I, and I like Aaron too. Like Aaron's cool. I like his story arc. And I'm, I mean, obviously I can only go off of like the first season. I know Levi has become a, a big, uh, a big deal in the later seasons. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited to get more into those, but, uh, up until the point where we left off, uh, Mikasa has always been my favorite. Yeah, Mikasa's pretty badass. Uh, yeah. In the later season, Levi becomes like super bad. Like he's always been badass, but like you get to see it. And I can tell uh, too, he, you know, like we go to the stores, we go to the anime stores, and when they start putting out merchandise for certain characters, I'm just like, oh, like this must be his season. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the season before this one that's on t- uh, currently, yeah, uh, was pretty much his. He, he did a lot of badass shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, so right. that's that's pretty much all I have for Attack on Titan. Super excited for the the final season, the mm-hmm. final uh, part C of the season. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be like a part D and E and F because uh, my friend at work, um, shout out to Adam, he he's really big into Attack on Titan. So I, I talked to him about it, and he was saying that like in the in the manga, there's like so much story that's still left. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to compress all that into, you know, one part of a season. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's your first pick. Yeah. So my first pick, hands down, no exception, fight me on it. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z will always and forever be my number one anime. Been a fan of Dragon Ball Z ever since I was like 10 years old, ever since I understood what Dragon Ball Z was before it was even getting popular in the United States. Um, I've got like statues and figures of like pretty much every character that matters in the show. I don't think I, I, I honestly don't need to go into a lot of detail about Dragon Ball Z that like hasn't already been said. Like if you know, you know, it's kind of those things, but it's such an iconic anime. The, the action is badass. The characters are badass. Even if like the, the situations they're in are like stupid, like you cannot deny how like iconic, um, Dragon Ball Z is for, just anime in general. And, you know, like I'll, I've watched, you know, Dragon Ball GT. I've watched Dragon Ball Super. Like Dragon Ball Super is cool too. Like it's nostalgic, but it'll never ever hit um, the way that Dragon Ball Z did. And as far as going into the voice acting, like that's the only anime where I will prefer the English voice actors over the Japanese voice acting. Um, because the actors that they use for Vegeta, um, his name's Chris Sabat. Um, and then the actor that they use for Goku, and I'm, 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 I'm angry at myself because I can't think of who the actor Sean Sean Schemmel, his name's Sean Schemmel that does the voice of Goku and a few others. Like they're such they're just such good voice actors, man. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z number one, Team Vegeta for life. Um, he never gets his due. He is he's always like a step behind Goku, and he just he just never he never gets his his ultimate glory, man. He he always like reaches a new level and then gets his ass kicked, and then Goku is like right there to just like surpass him all over again and they just keep doing that freaking dance but um like funimation freaking give vegeta his his due man give him his own movie he deserves it he's he's the one of the most badass characters in dragon ball z yeah i agree uh vegeta is pretty badass yeah uh, as for me i know i've i watched uh maybe two sagas i watched the first one and the second one yeah i think when it got into the android saga i think that was the third one yeah 
Yeah, um, you, you really do have to grind it too, man, because like it does start off really slow. Um, I suggest that if anybody wants to get into it for the first time, uh, watch the Dragon Ball Z Kai episodes. The Kai episodes cuts a little bit of the filler out of, of every episode, so it tries to keep up more with the action than all the extra story. But it doesn't really start to get good until uh, midway through the Frieza saga. Uh, the Frieza saga and beyond is when it really like kicks it into another gear. Like The animation got better. More transformations, more Saiyans, more characters. I mean, story story alone is kind of like, you know, you could say what you want about the story. Like, not every uh, saga had a good story. Um, but as far as, like, the action goes, like, the, the Frieza saga is when it really starts to kick into gear. Uh, but the first two sagas are kind of, like, slow. It's kind of a slow burn for a little bit because, you know, they're kind of weak characters. They have to train. They have to, like, you know, advance to new levels and get stronger. And that's kind of what it's about. Nice. Yeah, mm. I I definitely say that I got burnt out because watching the the two sagas back to back like every night, watching like five, six, seven, eight episodes a night, mm. and then when once I finally finished, I was like able to like exhale, and then I started <laughs> the the next one, and I was like, damn, I felt like CJ, like oh shit, here we go again, like you know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, that. Yeah, it's definitely kind of like that. Like they kind they kind of go through the same uh, rinse and repeat through every season. Because it's always, you know, it always comes down to Goku. Goku's always going to be the savior. And it always starts off with like, okay, like something happens. He gets injured or he gets like incapacitated and you don't see him for like half the season. And then he heals and he gets stronger. And then he comes back and then he beats the bad guy. And then another season is like, oh, something happens to Goku again. It's just like they do kind of like the same like rinse and repeat, which I understand. But um, I don't know, man. I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm at a point where I have my favorite episodes that I'll just like rewatch over. Like, I, I don't think I can go back and rewatch like all of Dragon Ball Z again. Um, but I do have my favorite, like my favorite episodes and favorite portions of it that I like to see. Yeah. All right. For sure. Uh, yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Really good. Uh, if you haven't started it, start it. If you know, you know. <laughs> all right. So for my next pick is one that Michelle got me into again uh, called Parasite. Uh, Parasite was really good. Uh, so spoilers on this one too. It has uh, it's kind of like a worm alien that comes down from outer space. They um, they pretty much nest inside your body, take control of your body, and their goal is to pretty much take over humanity, isn't it? Oh, so we're talking about The Last of Us. Oh yeah. Except it's not an, instead of a fungus, it's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but these, uh, these, these little worm aliens are able to go into different animals. Uh, I know like in the first episode, there was a dog that mm -hmm. had gotten infected and tried attacking them. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the worm didn't make it all the way up the arm, the, the host, uh, I can't remember his name, but he pretty much cut it off. So the worm was only able to take, uh, take control of the arm. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the whole series is just. Um, so they name him Miggy. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's him. It's, it's the host and Miggy trying to coexist to try to fight the other ones off. Mm -hmm. Because Miggy's, um, I don't know what you call it. Like he just wants to survive. He wants to learn everything he can. He wants to survive. And by doing that, he has to kill whoever's trying to kill him. So it pretty much shows their journey together, fighting like bosses and stuff like that. And it gets really good. There's there's a really emotional part towards like the middle end of the series, the series. I think it was only one season. So well, it, was, it was, it was two, a watch. it was two seasons. I mean, they, so it was, it was one season, but it was like a part one and a part two. 
so so i kind of i kind of think of it as like a second season because they they really like change the the pacing of the second half versus the first half and like uh, you can tell because he has a different haircut in the second half of it so like you got a different haircut that's a different season so (laughs) yeah so the fighting scenes are really cool um because you know when he's fighting the bosses i think they they're kind of like on their level Mm -hmm. just because the people that he's fighting have pretty much taken over the whole body and he's only able to fight with the arm that he has so it's pretty it's kind of one-sided but sometimes you know it works in the favor well yeah because they're always every time they go into a fight with like another parasite they're sort of like the underdog because their psyche is divided because you've got like the host which is the main dude and then you've got miggy who can only do so much he has to like get permission from the host to do the things that he needs to do whereas like whenever they go up against a parasite they're like fully they've like fully taken over their human host so they can kind of use the host's body as their whole body as a weapon if they want to whereas miggy they can only use like his one hand like that's the only thing they can use so they always have to like work together uh to take out like another alien so to speak uh, which is like their disadvantage but that's why their that's why their relationship is so good throughout the show is because they're constantly trying to work together yeah yeah so uh so not much on that one uh it's just a really good show mm-hmm. well uh, they only had the good. one season so unfortunately we me and michelle have wanted more to come out and i think there's more like mangas that are out but i don't think there's any plans to make more um anime for it so yeah well i hope they do if they do i'm definitely watching it because it was really good yeah that's actually uh that's that's actually the the number four uh pick on my list is uh parasite uh, me and michelle really like that one and especially like we we love the intro song the intro song was was dope uh i actually have it on my playlist but it's basically like a it's basically like a metal core like a japanese uh metal band <laughs> so they're uh God, what are they called? Like something, something Las Vegas. They're called like something in Las Vegas. So I'll have to figure it out. But I like the theme song for that one. All right. So that's my number two. Cool. All right. Uh, so my number two is, that was my number one. My number one. Okay. Yeah, my bad. My So my number two is going to be My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia is probably like one of the, the next best like action animes that I've ever seen kind of gives me sort of like dragon ball z vibes when like the action really kicks off like they're all super badass characters um like you've got all might uh you got little midoriya that's like going through his thing um you know bakugo todoroki like there's so many good characters but basically like the premise of the show like the world that we live in is like all of these like children that are born they have what's called quirks and basically like what quirks are is it's kind of like um it's kind of like X-Men, you know, like how X-Men, like every like mutant has their own powers and their own abilities. Um, but instead of like that being shunned and feared, like an X-Men, it's kind of praised in, in my hero. So like all these kids have quirks or special powers and, uh, they do what's called, uh, they have to go to hero school. So they have to like grow up and train to be heroes because, you know, just like anything else, like when you have like power, you can either use it for good or you can use it for evil. Uh, So you have like a villain side of this whole world and then you have the heroes, all these kids that have quirks, they have to grow up and learn how to be heroes so they can defend like the city and the world against the villains. But the main character in the show, his name is Midoriya. 
Uh, he is the only child or one of many children that are born without quirks. And he, he's sad because he's in love with this one hero whose name is All Might. And All Might is basically like your typical Superman. You know, like he's, he's got like the cape and the costume, like big, muscular, heroic. Uh, like he's a presence to be reckoned with. Iconic, like everyone looks up to him, but like little Midoriya doesn't have any quirks, which makes him sad. What happens later on in the show, because I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but basically um, Midoriya is in the city one day going home from school and then there's an attack in the city. And then he tries to rescue a couple kids from this attack even though he doesn't have any quirks, he's still trying to like stick up and defend like these people that are, that are being like attacked. All Might sees this and decides that Midoriya is brave and decides to give some of his power to Midoriya. So Midoriya now has some of All Might's power. And that's kind of what starts like the whole story. So like now Midoriya has a quirk, which is like the super strength of All Might, but he doesn't know how to use it yet. So he goes into training to learn how to harness that. And that's, that's basically the show. Like that's how, what the whole show is about is him training and understanding how to use his power. And every season he, he gets stronger and stronger until eventually he's going to be the replacement for All Might because All Might basically is like going to be retiring. So Midori is going to be sort of the new All Might, but he hasn't learned how to harness that power yet. Uh, but that's right. a really good one, man. That's a good, good show. Um, I'm only maybe into season three. I have another homie uh, that I used to work with at, at my job, uh, Hector that uh he got really into it i got him into it and then he finished it and i don't i didn't finish it so we (laughs) we have we have me and michelle have a way of doing that with all of our friends like hey like you should watch this anime but we're not gonna finish it but you can finish it (laughs) you know (laughs) so yeah how it is yeah that's how it is but yeah uh my hero academia that's uh that's a good one uh that's number two on my list so the storyline kind of sounds familiar i i feel like um I, i think you watch invincible uh, the Robert Kirkman one. Yeah, like, that was kind of sounds a little bit like that, where the the son doesn't have his superpowers yet, and he's waiting to get it, and then he finally gets it, and then he has to learn how to use it. Um, yeah. I think that happened in Eternals, also the Marvel, uh, where they had what was what was the kid's name? Sprite. Sprite didn't get any powers yet. And then oh yeah, she was like late. She was like late to bloom or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of similar. I mean, I'm, you know, like a lot of anime, it's it is inspired by a lot of other you know sources. So. This one definitely had kind of like a X-Men, like Umbrella Academy kind of vibe. But like there's ton, there's like tons of characters in it with like with different powers. And it's just like it's it's cool to see how all of them grow and how all of them like uh, progress. Me, Michelle and her brother went to an anime convention like four or five years ago. And we actually dressed up as characters from the show. So that was kind of fun. Uh, if I find a picture of that, like I'll, I'll post it somewhere. But yeah, yeah that, you can send it one. to me and I'll, I'll put it on here. All right, so I'll I'll try checking that out one of these days when I when I have a chance. It's pretty good. I th- I think you'd dig it. I think you would dig that one. All right, so next on my list, uh, I I know you watched this one as Death Note. Yeah, I mean I've seen pieces of it, but it wasn't I it wasn't anything that I wanted that that I got like pulled and tugged into. Damn, really? So I haven't seen it. That was Mich- Michelle was the one that was excited about that one. Yeah, I actually seen it like three times. Yeah. Just because well, it's I short, it was, right? It it's so it's good. literally just like one season, isn't it? Uh, I think it's broken up into two because during the second half, you can you feel how it's different. Yeah, like the main characters aren't main characters as much as they were in the first one. And uh, but yeah, so basically, uh, the main character Light, 
he gets a, a Shinigami named uh, Ryuk, which Ryuk basically drops a book from his world into our world. And basically, if you write anyone's name on there while you're thinking about them, uh, if you have like their face in your mind, mm -hmm. then the way you can even write how you want them to die. So it's pretty jacked up. Yeah. So once you do that, uh, they're dead. You can't take it back once you know they're dead. Mm -hmm. um, I think you can stop it if you burn the page. I, I can't really remember. It's been a while since I watched it. But so basically, Light turns himself into a you know a hero and starts killing like all the bad people. He wants to rid the world of all the bad people. Okay. So basically, creating fear for anyone to do anything bad because they're gonna fear that they're gonna die. And so they have a detective named L, which is pretty much there to, you know, capture him. And the back and forth, the cat and mouse between um, Light and L is really good. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to kill it because I'd, I'd rather for people to watch it themselves. But yeah. it, was, it was a really good series. Because I know, like, Michelle was really into that one. And, like, um, I think I would like to watch that with her when she decides to rewatch it again from the beginning because uh like the anime obviously super iconic like i know they have the netflix live action one but that didn't do very good which Not is you know there's a, there's another one on my list that did the same thing but um yeah i like it's it's one of those super iconic kind of cult classic animes that everybody talks about there's a huge fan base i think i think i'd enjoy that one uh, so my next one on my list is going to be Cowboy Bebop, uh, my number my number three. Like, I've always liked Cowboy Bebop. Like, I remember watching Cowboy Bebop on, like, uh, Cartoon Network, Toonami, on, like, Saturday nights, uh, which is usually where I got most of my anime content. Um, like, Cartoon Network was kind of, like, the place to go for, for certain types of anime. Uh, and that's when I got introduced to Cowboy Bebop. I just thought the premise of Cowboy Bebop was super cool. Like it was basically just like a like a ragtag group of bounty hunters. They were just trying to get by. Like every, every episode was a new bounty, new challenges. Uh, you had you had Spike that was like completely off the wall. You had Jet, his homie. You had like the little corgi dog that was in there. Uh, you had Faye. Basically, just like like fun characters. Uh, great dialogue in the show. Uh, but just like a cool like. Uh, they had like a cool soundtrack to the intro, like a blues soundtrack. And it was just one of those very like stylistic animes that you didn't really see uh, too often. Um, really good artwork. They did have a live action version on Netflix uh, that starred um, uh, Harold oh, from so Harold and Kumar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, I wanted to give it a try. Like I think they tried to capture the same majesty and, and uh, like styling that the anime did, but I think it kind of like fell short. I actually remember seeing a tweet from the creator of the Cowboy Bebop anime saying that whatever it is that like Netflix came out with is not Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> so uh, I saw that. I'm just like, damn, well maybe I won't watch it then. So that was one of my favorite ones growing up was Cowboy Bebop. And there's not a lot of episodes, honestly. I think, I think it only had a, a like a short run, maybe two seasons. It's worth watching if you just want to like grind because it, it's, there's not a whole lot of content for it, but uh, it's one of those classic ones that were pretty good. I remember growing up, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah. I, I've heard of it. I've, I've never seen like one episode. I've never even seen like a clip of it before. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like I would say, just check out the first couple episodes. The first episode is pretty good, just from the start. Like it kind of sets the premise off pretty well. So, uh, and they're only you know like what twenty twenty five minutes long. Like anime episodes are typically not very long. So, uh, the first one was pretty good. It gets you hooked pretty quickly. So uh, my last one uh, is going to be uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is probably like my most favoriteest anime like ever and it only has uh what like three seasons out right now mm-hmm. but it's just the fighting the fighting in that anime is so good um a lot of the times like you don't even know what the hell's going on but you're just seeing them with like the swords and going back and forth and like the storyline is really good sometimes it might be like a little bit slow but it's just building up to to when he finds that next demon and seeing what powers they have so like he's he's pretty much learning as he goes when he's fighting them, so he's trying to like figure out a strategy on how to kill them. Mm-hmm. And this dude gets his ass beat, but like what he pushes back is like it, it's crazy what he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to kill that one at all. That's that's all I really want to say about that one because it's still it's still pretty fresh. It's only like a couple years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix has season one. Season two is about to come out on there, and I I recommend watching that one that, that one's my favorite one that's that's the one i'm hooked on right now cool that's uh that's definitely one that's high on me and michelle's list like we want to watch it i think that we're i think we're just kind of um maybe discouraged from watching it because of all the hype that surrounds it still like it's hard for us to like get into something right away because it's super super hyped up but uh you know like we still we still need to finish my hero like i'm i'm so desperately wanting to finish my hero and I think after that, maybe maybe we'll start giving um, Demon Slayer a try because her her cousin um, uh, Lisa loves anime, and she's usually the one that will tell us like you need to watch this anime. So uh, that's that's I know that's on her list. I know she's mentioned it before amongst many others. So um, it will we'll definitely give that one a try as, as soon as we get around to it. I think. Yeah, and right. uh, the last anime expo that I went to over in Ontario, there was a lot of uh, mm-hmm. anime cosplay, uh, not anime, uh, Demon Slayer cosplay going on, okay. which was cool. Uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of Tanjiro's walking around, a lot of Nezuko's walking around. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, we need to get back to another anime expo. Well, we're excited to go to another one one of these days again. Uh, so my last pick, because um, I feel like there's like so many that I want to mention, but mine's not actually a show. It's actually a movie. I got into anime at a very young age from watching movies because there wasn't a place for me to watch the actual like shows of animes. But uh, growing up as a little kid, we had the Sci-Fi Network. And every Saturday morning on the Sci-Fi Network at 6 a.m., they had a movie, and it was an anime movie. Um, and I was up every Saturday to watch these animes because uh, I was blown away with how freaking like mature and how uh, advanced this animation was, you know, like it wasn't the Ninja Turtles growing up. It wasn't like X-Men and, and all that stuff. Like this was like adult cartoons and I was like blown away from how badass they were. But the first anime that I ever saw growing up as a movie that immediately got me hooked on Japanese animation was uh, Vampire Hunter D. Uh, Vampire Hunter D is like, super old i think it came out in like the late 80s or something like that but um it was basically a movie about 
a vampire hunter who's half human, half vampire. Sounds like Blade. A girl gets kidnapped from a village. They hire him to go and figure out what happened to this girl. Turns out she got kidnapped by, you know, basically like a, a vampire Count Dracula type guy in this like village. But I won't get into the, like the whole details of the story, but it was one of like the most badass things that I'd ever seen before. Cause I didn't know anything about anime uh, at that time. I'm just like, dude, what is this cartoon? Like, this is crazy. Like there's, there's like blood and there's gore and there's action. And it's just, it was so sick the way it was uh, animated. Uh, and that was called Vampire Hunter D. That was the first thing I ever saw. So that's going to go on my list, but tons of other animes I was into growing up, especially movies. Like I liked, I liked the Fatal Fury animes, Street Fighter animes. Uh, there was an anime called Project Echo that I was really into uh ghost in the shell like another sick sick anime uh like if you know you know kind of a thing um but yeah like the movies like for me growing up like especially when it came to animes like i was always like excited to watch those because the way the the japanese animation you know worked those it was just something i'd never seen before uh so definitely definitely impressive animation growing up okay so nice um uh, yeah so i recognize the, the the ghost in the show i had started watching that one um because i wanted to watch the movie the the one with scarlett johansson mm. oh yeah, yeah yeah and i never finished watching the anime so i i didn't even bother watching the movie yeah the the ghost in the shell movie is definitely like what you should start with because i know they have like a lot of um like shows for ghost in the shell like they have the standalone complex which they've got like tons and tons of different variations of that particular movie but you should watch like the original motion picture ghost in the shell like that was super super sick super advanced storytelling for its time and then if you watch that and then watch the angela or not angeline jolie but the scarlett johansson live action one you kind of appreciate it a little bit more because you could see that they were like trying to make uh, a legitimate adaptation of it but it's that whole like like suspended in reality kind of thing that you deal with with live action that makes more sense in the anime than it does in the live action movie. But yeah, the, I would say that's totally worth it. Um, another one too that's like one of those super classic animes uh, that like everybody should at least watch if they're a fan of anime is Akira. Akira is another one of those that are like super ahead of its time, like very mature storytelling. But that's another one of those sort of like cult classic animes. And then Michelle, she's into all the Studio Ghibli movies, which, you know, there's a lot of good ones in there. Uh, you know, you've got um, Grave of the Fireflies, like super tragic. Um, Nashka is a good one. Um, Princess Mononoke. Um, her favorite one is Spirited Away. Like, I think everybody's seen Spirited Away at this point. That's like a um, Studio Ghibli fan. So a lot, lot to go over, but... Um, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll maybe save um, that for a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I could shout out like a little honorable mention, but Pokemon, because obviously you can see all like the Pokemon. Pokemon shit that I have back here. I never watched Pokemon. <laughs> no? Uh, no. The the first uh the uh, first season was good. Yeah. Uh, that was that was like my childhood right there. I would wake up Saturday mornings, nine o'clock, yeah. new new episode. Yeah, I, I think for me it was because like I kind of got 
I kind of got uh, tainted at a young age by watching like the super mature, gory anime. So like I would go to like yeah. Pokemon and be like, what is this cartoony crap? I don't want to watch this. So yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. But there, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, maybe something we can cover in another podcast about like uh, great anime is just in general, you know, not necessarily on our list, but good ones. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's going to wrap up this podcast. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna end it right here. Yeah, it was it was a fun one though, going down some memory lane with some of that stuff. Yeah, so hope you guys watched some of the ones that we talked about, so you can kind of get where we're coming from. Mm. You can tell us in the comments your favorite anime and why, and we might check it out. Talk yeah. about it later. Yeah, and please check us out, everybody, on our uh, YouTube channel, Brotech Gaming uh, Podcast YouTube. Um, and then we're also cutting those episodes down into a podcast as well, which you can find us on Spotify. Uh, so please come check us out. We'll be putting out yes. putting out content every week, you know, different topics every week. So hopefully it's something that, um, you know, that intrigues you guys or, you know, interests you guys. So come check us out. Yeah. So our links to our to the Discord is in the description. Our links to our Twitch, uh, to the Spotify. And just go ahead and click around, click subscribe, click like, share it to somebody. And uh, we very appreciative if you do. Yeah, and for those of you guys that are already subscribed and checking us out, um, thank you so much for supporting the channel and the content. Uh, We totally appreciate it. Yep, so with that, I'm Carlos. This is the homie Sean, and we'll catch you guys on the next Bro Tech Gaming Podcast. Thank you, guys. Peace out, guys. Thank you very much.